Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm talking about is, when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? It's your girl D Scott And it is Tell the Truth Tuesday I know y'all was waiting on this And today's show is called Shadows So a lot of um, painful Very uh, uncomfortable situations Have been arising up and around me And like we said before I'm, I'm who the fuck I say I am And so one of my shadows popped up And it had to do with the fact that I had fucked with somebody in the past that had a significant other, which we didn't find out about until a year later. And y'all know, because if you're following me on Instagram, there was pictures of him and I on there. So at miss.d.scott. So this shadow pops up again, and now it turns into this whole, you know, (coughs) excuse me, love triangle, so it seems, situation. And it really was not that. Basically what that was was the fact that if I'm doing my own work, please don't ever think that you control some type of um, uh, element in me that allows me to acknowledge the fact that what I'm doing, I don't give a fuck about you at all. See, one thing about me, and and this is one thing that my best friend will tell you, Denise going to do whatever the fuck she want to do until she's done doing it. Well... Recently, I was done doing what I wanted to do, and so that situation had to be disposed of. Not that situation, just a different situation. And so people get very angry and they get upset when you're trying to grow and when you're trying to move and when you no longer have any type of feelings or doubt in your mind who the person is that you're dealing with. So I happened to deal with a motherfucker that was – um, narcissistic. He was, um, you know, he just he wasn't a good he wasn't a good motherfucker. You know, he he did a lot of shit to people that cared about him, including you know his significant other. But unfortunately, because I'm sick and sadistic, and I mean obviously I own a brand called Zero Fucks. I don't give a fuck about your situation. I don't care about anything because you know why. And I've said this publicly before. When that little young girl or any little young girl decided they wanted to fuck my husband or whomever else it was fucking, and trust me, it's all happening to some of you as well, they didn't care about me. So why the fuck do I give a fuck about your little boyfriend? I don't. I don't. And anytime I feel like I want to fuck with a motherfucker, I'm going to do it. I don't care. That Really, I don't. Now, at this point in my life, obviously, I don't want to have anything to do with anything that is, is has a negative connotation. So I had to start doing shadow work recently because... 
certain things were really good were starting to happen for me. I'm talking about connections out the yin-yang, meeting people that I could do business with that are not, you know, in it. Not saying that they don't want money, but they were just really in it because they wanted to see me get this money and a lot of it. We're not talking about, you know, oh, you could probably, nah, we talking about, they, they talking about shipping containers coming back and forth from India, with my stuff in it already embroidered. We're we're talking about people and connections that I've made about having my stuff in the Brim store on Queen West in Toronto, like, you know, major, major key. So we're not talking about, we're talking about Asians, Indians, you know, red dot. We're not talking about niggas that's just trying to make a couple dollars real quick on the Internet. We're not talking about that. We're talking big boy shit. So as that started happening, as blessings started to come in my life, you will see that I don't say a lot about my blessings anymore because as I was doing shadow work, I knew that a lot of my past and a lot of the the, the shit that I have done was going to come out and rear its head to try to deter me for what it, you know, what I need to do. And so what I have to do is I have to say that's what the fuck I did. I acknowledge and I accept that in the universe, and then I have to try to get past it. And so every time that shadow shows up, because it is your shadow, it's a reflection of you, you have to start looking at it. And then after a while, it becomes unattractive to you. You know, you start looking at yourself like, why the fuck am I doing this? Or why am I dealing with this person? So let me give you a breakdown of what shadow work is, because I hope that nobody in the United States of America felt special these last month or two when I started guillotine shit and when I started just basically on some old like, you know what, I'm not fucking with you, you know what I'm saying, or you know what, let me just go ahead and blow up your situation again just because you're not seeming to understand that I'm not fucking with you right now or that me and you, our time has come. Motherfuckers don't understand that, you know, and I've had the pleasure of dealing with cats that no matter what, they want to ride it out. They want to work shit out because they're, you know, on some levels I see the good in them or on some levels they see the good in me. And so I never had an issue with getting a man and I never had an issue with keeping them. It's getting rid of them motherfuckers. That's the problem. You understand what I'm saying? They don't want to go. Like I said, I got a motherfucker right now, 20-something years. Every year on my birthday, I don't care where I'm at in the world, that motherfucker finds me just to tell me happy birthday. And, you know, some people find that creepy. I don't. That's just part of my legacy in relationships. I don't have, you know, a lot of a lot of cats that's run around saying anything fucking bad about me. Yeah, that first six months they might because they're angry, they're mad, shit always ends terribly. And, no, it's not always because of cheating. First of all, me, I've never cheated. It, cheating to me, like, even if I was with somebody new and I went and I I decided to go date somebody next week. To me, that's cheating on the person that I was just with because at the end of the day, I'm not done mentally with that person. Like, I don't feel like if I saw that person, I would look at him like he was dead to me. Eventually, it will get there when I finish killing him in my mind, but it won't look like that until in my mind that person, you haven't gotten over a person until you can see them and just look at all the disgusting things that they are, cheater, liar, fucking disgusting, sexual deviant all those things, you won't see them like that until it's time. So this is where shadow work comes in because I started recognizing my own demons and one of my demons is men. And I like sexual exploration and things like that with the person that I'm with, which is why I end up in seven-year relationships, five-year relationships, you know, just off rip. So there was an author, his name was Adam J. Pearson, and he did an article about six years back. And um, 
this is basically what shadow work is. So shadows and shadow work recap. So shadows are those contents of the mind that feel uncomfortable, painful, terrifying, infuriating, anxiety-inducing, or otherwise disturbing to us. We know them when they arise because they hurt, anger, disturb, or make us feel limited in some way. And that was a big thing for me. I felt like I couldn't move forward in my life with this particular person because you're limiting me to what I can do with you because I already see how you get down with somebody else that you claim you love. So you and I could never be in a situation where it was just me and you because, motherfucker, I wouldn't trust you to go to the bathroom. So then you start looking at it like, well, am I wasting time or am I trying to build him into something that I want just to let him go? You understand what I'm saying? Because I've done that before, too. I ain't shit. I don't care. So we know them when they arise because they hurt, anger, disturb, and make us feel limited in some way. And when our shadows are triggered, they tend to elicit powerful emotional reactions or shadow charges. Anger is an emotion, right? They say they say thin line between love and hate. Love is an emotion. And we are usually only conscious of shadows indirectly through the emotional charges that are their symptoms. However, the shadows themselves lie deeper within our minds and tend to express themselves in unconscious projections and disassociations. So they often appear as parts of ourselves that we have disowned and either submerged into unconsciousness or projected onto others so we can attack the disowned qualities in others rather than face them in ourselves. Now, I date men that 90% of the time you will hear me say they are like my soulmate or they are me in male form. That is me projecting the fact that I know that this person at some point in time is going to lie to me. They're going to do some shit they ain't got no business doing. But the reason that I attract that type of man is because of the fact that I wasn't ready for anything serious with these motherfuckers anyway. I'm a nigga, too. So at the end of the day, when it comes to relationships, sometimes I'm a nigga, too. The only thing I don't do that men do is fuck around. I don't fuck around. How? I deal with straight psychopaths, like up the left side, down the right. There's no way. I couldn't go to the grocery store without a motherfucker telling me, you know, how I got there, what time I went, and what I bought. So basically... Most of the time, shadows are rooted in thought patterns that bring up these disturbing feelings. And shadow work is the process of actively acknowledging, <coughs> excuse me, facing, exploring, working through, reowning, and allowing our shadows to arise, be present, and subside. Now, you guys have listened to me on many and many a show talk about demons. And people always say, well, how did you kill your demons? And I say, I never killed my demons. You could never kill your demons. They're your demons. They're assigned to you. That's your weaknesses. That's your demons. You can never kill your demons. The, the the fool is the person that thinks they can kill a demon. You can't kill your demons. You can only acknowledge them, call them by name. They hate that, right? So if alcoholism is a demon of yours, as I slip this Pinot Gris here, which that's not one of my demons, but if alcohol is one of your, your demons, you have to call that out. When you start feeling some type of way because you can't get to that drink and that's something that ruins and affects your life, that's a demon, so anything that is constantly causing you to get into trouble. So for some, for, for a lot of men, sex. Sex is a demon, right? So if we go back and we look at one of the, the goddesses, Belkis, right, which they're trying to compare to Queen of Shiva, but it's, it's not true. Belkis was goddess and she ruled, she was a queen. She ruled over men. Men hated her because of the fact, tried to kill her many times, because of the fact that she was sexually free in the same way that they were. And so when you talk about this old African queen, you start to realize that she was doing a lot of shit that these cats these days are doing that, that they think is, is so astounding. 
and you're not. So when I had to do my shadow work, I had to look at the people that were the closest to me and say, is this person really a reflection of me or is this my shadow staring back at me for me to kill it? Right now, my best friend, that's my best friend. It is, it is what it is. That's not going anywhere. But I'm talking about just like some of the other characters that I've come into contact with. So people think like, oh, you went and you did this and you blew up this person's spot. No, I was doing shadow work. You, motherfuckers be thinking that they're so special that, that I just woke up one day and just, no, I woke up one day and decided to burn the fucking bridge down because that's what the fuck I felt like doing because it was Monday or Saturday, whatever day it was. And like I said, people always say like, oh, you know, you should apologize to your best friend and things like that. My best friend is my best friend no matter what, okay? At the end of the day, I don't have to apologize to her for anything because she already knows who the fuck I am. She just does not want to accept that I'm that grimy, dirty motherfucker sometimes, right? Because we all call ourselves queens, right? But we really are. So when you live in a queen lifestyle and, and, and you're dealing with so-called kings, I always end up with the fucking, uh, what do they call it, the underwhelmed king. I end up with the kings that don't know they're kings, and they, and they function as common folk or paupers, or, and they don't realize their power. And I end up getting sucked in trying to teach a lot of, especially black men, listen, this is how you should be functioning. This is how you should be making moves. You shouldn't be out shopping every week. You should be trying to build your credit. I said that shit before Jay-Z did. You should be out trying to make sure you have a bank account. Why don't you have a safety deposit box? I don't understand. How come you can't put, like, these are things that, I have put into place, and I also try to teach people, especially in business, you got to pay your people. You think that you're going to sit up there and, 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 and mentally and physically abuse your people and beat up on them and overwork them and, and run a place based on fear? No, nah, you have to use fear and respect, right? So, so when it comes time to, for them to pay their bills and they realize, you know what, if I cross this motherfucker, I can't pay my bills. That's the kind of fucking fear you want. You don't want fear like, oh, they're going to come do something to me if I don't do this. You have to pay the cost to be the fucking boss. And I think that a lot of men, right, they think that their families are responsible for doing that. Don't nobody owe you shit. And that's why you're not a fucking boss. Because if you were a boss, your family would side with you 100% if you was tossing out them coins. So just like you toss out coins to broads in the street and trick on this bitch over here and that one over there, trick on your family a little bit too so maybe your family's going to be loyal to you no matter what <clears throat> most men right but 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 come on like you could throw them a couple of dollars right to make sure that your shit's safe i know a lot of cats running around right now fucking un uncertain of their future because they can't trust the broad they with and they can't trust anybody else with any of their secrets their money their financial background any of it and the reason for that is because you didn't pay nobody. You think because you fucking cute that somebody's going to just sit here and fucking take a, a rap for you? Are you out of your motherfucking mind? <laughs> I never, and I ran some enterprises when I was in Florida. My people listen. When my people listen, I paid off the one girl's car with the money she was making. These are people that would never tell anything that we were doing. It wasn't illegal. might have been immoral, but it definitely wasn't illegal per uh, FDIC. But... <clears throat> In speaking in that, I paid them. So if you accepted money from me, that means you're involved too. You got to think about these shit. When you, when you want to go and run businesses, you have to pay people, okay? I don't care if it's just 
you know, for, for keeping your, your secrets. You have to, secrets cost fucking money. You think that when I wrote my first book, Stanulaine, a diary of a hot mess available on Amazon and Kindle, you think that people really bought that book because they thought I was going to write a tell-all? I would never do that. No, I make more money not telling your fucking secret. I'm not saying it's ransom. I'm not saying it's fucking extortion. I'm just saying that I know when I go certain places, I ain't paying for shit. Nothing. Not lifting a finger, and there is a mutual respect due to the fact that I don't chirp, and then a mutual respect due to the fact that, you know what, she she ain't never really came at me for nothing. I'm going to do everything. Okay. So when you out here trying to do this shadow work, let's get back to that, you have to acknowledge, you know what, this is who the fuck I am. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to run with the big boys. I want to run with the big boys, so I have to start aligning myself with those type of people that can get me in the place that I need. That's not usury. You think these motherfucking cats out here ain't going to use you to get where they need to get? They are. You would be a fool to think that love rules the world. Love might, might, might end with it, but it doesn't rule the world. Money does. And so a lot of people say, why are you always talking about money? Shit, because I can't live without it. I can live without love for a while. I can't live without money. I'm sorry. So <clears throat> to get into the shadow work, I had to be honest with myself and my experiences and what I was going through, and I felt like I was at a standstill. I had everything in place to move forward with my business, to move forward with my homes, what I was doing, and it was just something pulling me back. And then I said, well, you know what? It's not this person over here. It has to be this person. And then, you know, and it's it's funny because if you listen to some of my shows, I'm the type of broad, I will literally just wake up one day and be like, I don't like this motherfucker no more. I, I could have been in a relationship with you for a long time. You could have done everything right. And I might just wake up one day and say, I ain't fucking with him. I, I'm not because I don't feel like it. Because you're not teaching me everything, anything. I will take a man that taught me something over a man that bought me something any day. Okay? Any day. Teach me something. And so I've been very fortunate that I've dealt with some businessmen and things like that, and so there were certain things that I taught them. But then if I feel like that I'm being exhausted because now I have to teach you that you have to do this, you should be doing that, you shouldn't like I shouldn't have to tell you that. You've been in business for a long time. So the fruits of shadow work carried out over time can be a great sense of freedom from parts of our minds that previously limited us and a greater sense of overall peace with the state of our lives. I can honestly tell you that today, July, what is today, July 25th, 2017, I'm at peace. If y'all knew the chaos that was going on around me, you would be like, there's no way. No, I'm at peace because I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't got to pick up my phone. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to return text messages. I don't have to ensure somebody's safety. I don't have to keep, you know, uh, tabs out for somebody and look out for somebody that in the end is only going to choose his fucking self or herself. You understand what I'm saying? I don't have to do that. And it's very unfortunate if you're a grown-ass woman in 2017 and you think that there is a sequential number associated with where you place in a person's life. You know, all this, and this is why I said no such thing as side chick, main chick, mistress, all this, number one, number two, if you're telling somebody that they're number two, that means that you're saying you're number one. You are the first dummy. That's basically what you're saying, and number two is the second dummy. You are allowing this man to have that much control over your life that you're able to place a number on it. How about there is no number? How about only? How about you just deal with somebody and you're just the only person that they deal with? And it's hard for a lot of women because, like I said, 
<clears throat> there's a lot of women out there sharing men that they don't know about. And we just talked about this on Wood's show. And that was part of my shadow work because, like I said, I had been in a relationship with somebody that was fucking with somebody else, and then he was fucking with other broads over here and over there, probably still is, and I'm pretty sure he is confirmed. And, you know, I dealt with it because, like I said, at the time I'm thinking I'm dying. And so at the end of the day, you know, when you have to move past that situation, you're going to do what you need to do. Right, so so when people say like, oh, you know, somebody said, oh, you live a lie, you're doing this, and you didn't. No, I never said I wouldn't fuck with your man. I don't. I never said that. What I said is that if you're not married, I don't give a fuck about anything else. If you're not married, I don't care about you. I don't care at all. You might care. I don't care because I don't owe anybody that level of loyalty. The man does. Because make no mistake about it, if listen, I posted a picture of my ex-husband. Everybody was like, oh, okay, this, this, and this. Listen, if y'all went and was the fuck with my ex-husband, I'd be like, okay, that's what's up. But he's married now, third wife, right? So that means that that's her issue to deal with. You think I give a fuck if I'm talking to somebody and he wants to claim this person and me and ten other people? I don't care what you do. As long as I get what I want, I don't care. When I don't care, the moment I stop having fun with it, I'm done with it. And so that might be your whole world, unfortunately. It's not mine. I could pick up the pieces and fucking move the fuck on with my life. Maybe you can't. And that's why women get so angry because they feel like these men are an investment. These men are not investments. It's only an investment if they're investing in you. Fuck a shoe, fuck a purse. Y'all got to be smarter than that. Get your house. Get the rest of your fucking education paid for. Get a bachelor's degree. Get a master's degree. Those are things that they could take that certification and rip that shit up a thousand times. Because you know how cats get, especially black men when you're trying to leave. He can't rip that up. A car? You give a fuck about a car. A car depreciates as soon as you drive it off the fucking lot. You got to be smarter. You understand what I'm saying? You have to think like these men think, and that was part of my shadow work is that we used to joke around back in the day, and they used to be like, Denise is really like a dude because, you know, she makes moves like this and this, this, and this, and I'm not going to compromise at all. You either do what the fuck I need you to do or I'm not fucking with you. And so some people might call that a gold digger. Some people might call that she's a go-getter. I don't give a fuck what you call me. Just don't call me broke, and I still punch a clock to make sure I get my insurance and my 401K and everything else paid for that I need to because that job allows for me to walk into any car lot, any any housing community that I want to get something built or whatever. Hey, I've been on my job this many years, almost a decade really. Okay. Oh, that's where you work? Okay, cool. Here. Okay. So for me, my shadow work became rooted in the ugly things that I see and other people that I started to see in myself. My best friend has nothing to do with that because in my mind, shit, that's still my best friend. We good. It's going to be a minute. Whatever. She's stubborn. I love her to death. I'm stubborn. Well, actually, I'm not stubborn. I just get in my little moods. I'm a, I'm a moon child. And shout out to um, cancer season being over. We fucked that shit up. So <clears throat> part of me doing the work is where I basically set bridges on fire. That's what I do. And People think that I do it deliberately, and, and part, part, part of that is true. But what's really the truth is the fact that I literally, if you tell me I can't have something or you tell me no, I really just never heard that in my life. I really didn't. Like, I, I was the only girl for many, many years. Like I, I never heard that. So if a grown-ass man tells me no to a reasonable request, and I have been 
out here making sure that that motherfucker's okay, making sure that your health is okay, making sure that your mental is okay, making sure that all these things are okay, and you tell me no? Oh, no, we don't. I'm not, I'm not I, I can't fuck with you. Because I don't tell my men no. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, you need this? Okay. You want to do this? Okay, cool. Like my mom used to tell me, and my mother was married many times, many, many years, and she would tell me, you know, if it's your husband or if it's somebody that you love or somebody that you care about, as long as it's not physically harming you, just do it. The man don't want his food touching, just do it. The man don't want this, just do it. It's not hurting you. And see, my thing is I'm also loyal to a fault to men that end up being just like me. Right. But I've always said that unless somebody puts a ring on my finger, right, I'm single. And and I mean, walks to the altar. I'm single until I'm married. So that whole side chick, main chick, mistress, that whole thing, I take that very seriously because I've always said unless you're married, it it doesn't matter. Do you think that the king of England, any of them, Edward, uh, the Tudors, any of them, do you think that they just sat there and was courting one female? No, there was bitches coming from everywhere all around. Do you think that Queen Elizabeth, any of them, even the current one, sat there and didn't have other people that were trying to betroth her, meaning, you know, become engaged and whatever, whatever? No, that's not the facts. So if you're a queen, the, king, the, the men that are your suitors have to realize that, look, there's people coming for her. They see the quality in her and they want her on the team. If you're dealing with a king, which I would like to think that I've dealt with all kings, I've dealt with some some, some coons, but not recently, but I feel like I've dealt with some kings. So if I'm dealing with a king, this comes with the territory. The difference is, is that the king always chooses, okay? So let the king choose then. And so during the time that he's doing what he's doing, then you just make sure you get your paper and you do what you need to do. Because in the end, even if he does choose you, that doesn't mean you got to choose him either, boo. A lot of women are too good for the cats that they're with, and they don't realize that. They don't realize they could do better because they haven't seen better. That's why I like to travel. That's why I like to go places. That's why I like to see things, right? Because I want to make sure I'm not fucking crazy and thinking that, hey, I don't got to fuck with you. I don't got to fuck with you. I don't got to fuck with you. That's, that's, that's my favorite Last lines, I don't got to fucking talk to you. See, one thing about me, I'm extremely dangerous because I don't mind being by myself. You know, my, my, my girl will tell you, no, you ain't never by yourself. No, I be having, you know, here and there I might have a little somebody that I talk to or somebody we call them old faithful, you know, that you might be able to call here and there to go hang out. But for the most part, when I'm in money mode, there, there's no, I don't care, no, everybody's ugly to me. So in me doing the shadow work, I had to actually, a few years back, I think, yeah, this was before I started doing the show, and shout out to me because my show will be almost three years old in August, and um, we're almost at 200 episodes, so I definitely got to thank you guys for that because y'all have really kept me going because if I don't do a show, y'all be in my DMs, my inbox, like, girl, what happened? I was trying to look, and I know that I do the show sporadically, and I do that on purpose because, and I've been trying to post them lately, but I do the show sporadically on purpose because I don't want to, confine myself the way I have done in the past and not have plans to do this or plans to do that because we're on schedule. When I start seeing you guys tell me like, hey, it's believe it or not, I get the most listeners um, past like 11 o'clock at night. So I don't know if that's the UK thing or what's going on in France or, you know, what's, what's happening with the time zones, but I get a lot of listens past then. But sometimes I'm too like sleepy. I can't get it together. So This week I wasn't even going to do a show because I was a little bit not distraught. Yesterday I felt relieved. It felt like, you know, I popped a zit. 
you know, and now the the healing begins. But, you know, in order to hurt me or really affect me in life, you would have to, I just, I don't even know what you could do. And that's what the shadow work is for. The shadow work is to say that, okay, if somebody's going to attack you, they're going to attack this. And that's why if, if anybody's ever been in a verbal tete-a-tete with me, or mano a mano with me, it's very hard to ruffle my feathers because I have a lot of knowledge of things that will hurt your motherfucking feelings, period. So strangers don't know that. My circle knows that, but strangers don't know that. And so when you taunt me, it's not a manipulation for you to get information. You could just ask me and I'll tell you. But if you say the wrong thing, then I'm like, I feel like this motherfucker is trying to knock me off my throne, so now i got to knock her fucking cup over. And I don't apologize for that because as women, it shouldn't be this way. Check the people that have the loyalty to you. I don't have any loyalty to any of you women at all. Now, make no mistake. If you're Ming Ming and you do my motherfucking eyebrows, I ain't fucking with your dude. If you bag my groceries at Walmart, I ain't fucking with your dude. If I've seen you and your dude on the Internet, and I have said this a million times before, I'm not going to fuck with him. Shit, I tell other bitches like, nah, and I'm saying bitches because y'all know, I don't know your names individually. I tell other bros like, nah, he got a girl, okay, that he actually loves, right? See, that's the difference. When a man actually loves a woman, you a woman, you, you want to defend that relationship. You want to keep that, you know what I'm saying, sacred. When a motherfucker just says he loves a woman, but you know he be doing this thing on the side, uh, you know, I, I can't really cooperate with that. Oh, you like my friend? Okay, I'm going to just let her know that, you know what I'm saying, you, you got somebody and you don't give a fuck about her because that's what you're you're doing when you're out here messing with this girl saying that you're betrothed to her and, oh, that's wifey and this, this, and this. No, make her your wife and go sit the fuck down, okay? Stop being community dick and calling yourself a king and that's your queen. No, she is the queen of fucking stupidity if you out here still running around doing the same shit. And as a woman, let me say something else. Never, ever think that it's your fault. Like if a motherfucker goes to the left on you, never, ever think it's your, it's your fault unless you do things like don't cook, don't give head, don't have sex, don't do this, you're always tired, you're not his place of peace. In that case, yeah, he, he might have went to somebody that was going to be able to do those things for him. You're not a boss, he's, he's used to a certain type of woman. Maybe you, Pollyanna, you always consistently need something. He has to take care of you, so he has Captain Saber whole tendencies. That's what's up, play to that superhero. But then don't be mad if he goes and starts dealing with somebody that he doesn't have to coddle and he doesn't have to take care of and he doesn't have to ask questions about because she's just going to make shit happen and get shit done. There's a lot of motherfuckers out here saying they ballers, they don't even have a fucking bank account. And don't give me the bullshit like, oh, I don't got a bank account because the government is watching. Listen, the government don't give a fuck about you unless you're doing shit you ain't got no business doing. Go get you a motherfucking bank account. Go put your money in the safety deposit box. Get your motherfucking fingerprint uh, <laughs> sized up so that you can get in the room and do what you need to do. So for me, I don't apologize for any of it. The only thing I apologize to is I definitely apologize to myself for getting entangled in some of the situations that I was in trying to help somebody or believing that somebody cared about me and they didn't care about themselves. And that's my number one issue with men recently in the past few years is that how is it that I care so much about a person or that you love this person so much and they don't even love themselves? So it's kind of like they suck everything out of you, even help them, right? Because 
they're inconsolable. There's nothing you could do. They choose to live in these places. They choose to live in darkness. They choose to live in that shadow, and there's nothing you can do. And it starts putting a burden on you, someone that's trying to vibrate higher and walk in the light, because now you're starting to feel used. You're starting to feel taken advantage of, and then you see how they treat other people. And especially one thing about me what's disgusting, if you treat your family fucking poorly, I can't fuck with you. Because that means that if you would turn on your family like that, you would turn on me. And, bitch, I'm not with the shits. So don't ever think that just because I say I'm scared of things or I'm scared of losing things that I'm really truly scared. Don't ever think that. See, because I'm far too smart to be scared of any human being walking planet Earth. Okay? So what I am is extremely smart and making sure that if I can bait you into a conversation, I'll do it every time. I've been on air for many, many years. I've been writing for many, many years. It's best to not have a verbal conversation with me at all. Don't text. Don't email. Don't do any of that. Don't go on my page because you know why? If you do those things, it's not going to be a good outcome for you because you won't win. I've been doing this for a long time. I know what to say, what not to say, how to say certain shit to fuck with you. That's what I do but no different than you say certain shit to fuck with me. And as women, this is what I was saying last week. Why are we always tearing ourselves down for the sake of a nigga? Really? You want to tell me I'm fat, I'm this, I'm that, all these things. This is things women say. You know, you're fat, you're this, you're that. Over a nigga? Okay. And and the funny thing is that they, they always have something to say about what the nigga said about you. But, see, for me, because I'm super hurtful, I'm not going to tell you the things that the nigga said about you. You could tell me everything he said about me. Certain things I know you lie, certain things I know you told the truth. But I could tell you a lot about you that I don't repeat because I don't care. People be thinking I'd be waking up caring about people. I don't. <laughs> I don't. And I'm sitting here drinking my Pinot Grigio. At this point, I had to learn in my life to be selfish to take my time back, to say these are things that I'm not dealing with, these are people that I'm not dealing with. And a lot of people had to fall by the wayside because of the fact that they were no longer beneficial to themselves. They were stagnant. I don't need that. I need people that are constantly growing. That's one thing about me and my best friend, constantly growing, constantly trying to do new shit. Oh, let's go over here, let's go over there, let's do this, let's do that. So I go through my own personal hell. You're not going to bring hell to me, boo-boo. Baby girl, it'll never happen. I've I've been a living, walking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, little demon for a very long time. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of pain. And so the shadow work allows me to get through that and say, and you know I'm glad that these conversations happen, to be quite honest with you, because sometimes you need to hear other people's opinions of you. You need to hear that the person you thought was really rocking what you really wasn't. You need to hear that the people that you thought were in your corner really wasn't in your corner. It was for their benefit. You need to hear that you're not loved. You need to hear that you're not cared about. You need to hear that you're ugly. You need to hear that you're fat. You need to hear that people hope you die of cancer and things like that. And, yes, these are very real things people say to me. You know, you you need to hear that um, your son is ugly and his nostrils are big and you need to hear all of these things from people that would not to walk even a centimeter in your shoes and you need to hear those things from people that you know are going to be doomed after what they said to you because you're anointed and because you're blessed and because you you're walking in purpose they're walking in bullshit you're walking in purpose so it's okay for someone that is less than to speak to you like that because what else would you expect them to say They don't think very highly of themselves. So why would I care 
what some female thinks of me, and her man just got caught cheating on her twice with the same girl. Of course, she's going to blame the other girl instead of looking inward, doing the work, and saying, what is it about my dude? Because it's not your fault. There's nothing wrong with you. I'll say that. I'm not mean that way. But what's wrong with my dude that I'm not enough? Or what's wrong with my dude that he feels like he needs to keep doing this? Maybe he should be single. And I talk about this in my book, Listen to Aunt Nene, where I talk about the whole stroke. I say, during this time to that time, if a female, and it's not about being a hoe, if she does not go to Mykonos, Greece, and jump off yachts, and go to Miami, and do all these things, this isn't about fucking. This is about if you don't have that time where you're just single, fancy, and free, and have an apartment full of fucking Ikea furniture, you ain't really living right now. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to have to go backwards and go through that in order for you to move forward and get married and do what you need to do. You have to have that time as a male and as a female where you're just single. You don't answer to nobody. And there's nothing wrong with being single saying, you know what, I like you, but I prefer to be single, and I'm going to date other people. Nothing wrong with that. I respect a man that will come to me and say, you know what, yeah, I'm dating other people. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, well, this shit, I can fall in line with that. You know, that's cool, and I'm going to see other people too. But 100% of the time, you tell a black man that, oh, I don't really know about all that. I don't want you. Well, it doesn't matter what you know. And, see, I fall into that because I'm so busy that I don't even have time to go out and meet people. These things that you see on my page, these are actual isolated events that we plan to go to and that we knew the people there and this, that, and the third. I go to the same spots. It's very easy, you know, for me because it's a safe environment. Everybody in there got bread, so ain't nobody shooting or nothing like that. I don't go to that type of situation. But you know what? I'm going to end this show on a very, very sad note because um, – Chester Bennington, frontman for Lincoln Park, uh, committed suicide. This was eight days after um, another rock star committed suicide. Um, and uh, it's, it's you know, it, it's kind of fucked up because he had just bought, like, this $2.5 million home um, before, like, a couple of days. Well, he had just bought it for his family, and they said that it had to do – he – he closed on the house eight days after Chris Cornell's suicide, which Chris Cornell is Soundgarden's frontman or his or the guitarist, dead at 52 possible suicides. So you're talking about this happened in May and this is happening in July. He died in Detroit. They found him at the MGM Grand in the uh, the hotel casino. So I just. You know, when you don't do your shadow work, when you don't check yourself on certain things, you can't always check everybody else for the fucking turmoil that's going on in your life. You have to check yourself sometimes, too, and say, why the fuck am I allowing this? Why the fuck am I not pretty? Am I not this? Am I not that? These are things. I don't need another person to tell me I'm pretty. I know I'm fucking fabulous. I know my mother didn't have ugly children. I don't need somebody else to tell me, like, oh, your body's nice for being 42. You just beat cancer. You're, you know what I'm saying? You just had a 13-pound tumor. I don't need anybody to tell me any of that. Right, I needed somebody to be honest with me, and I needed somebody to be in my corner. And so when you think you have that, you will go through the ends of the earth for that person. But then when you find out that this is a person that would turn on their own family, turn on their own children, turn on their own girlfriend that they claim they love and turn on you, you can't do business with this type of person, you can't talk to this type of person, and you really have to, in your mind, debt that person. You have to kill that person. Because the thing that the thing that you can hope for their family and for the girlfriend or fiance or whoever it is or their wife or whatever is that he's gonna do it again. 
ladies. He is. One thing I know for certain people have patterns. He's going to do it again. This time, just don't let it be with you. You know, have enough, you know, gumption. Now, listen, if he got something that you want, go ahead and take it. But at the end of the day, th- these cats don't have anything to offer. These are people, they are leeches. They they leech off people's energy. They leech off people's experiences. They leech off people's lives, right? It doesn't have to be financial. They want your light. Don't let them take your light, right? You should be vibrating higher than that. Because what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to jail over no dude. I ain't going to jail over no bitch. I'm not going to jail over none of it. Okay, so if if that's what, you know, you feel like you need to do to defend your honor or defend your investment because relationships are investment, that's unfortunate for you, you know, that you're going to be in a situation that puts you physically in danger because this is somebody that is going to go to the left again, currently is, has nothing to do with me, currently is going to the left and sneaking and talking on the phone to this person. All of it's cheating. Anything that your man don't want you to do is cheating. And so my advice would be, Unlock that phone. You know, I'm not saying go through the man's phone. I'm just saying, you know, everything that shine ain't a diamond, and everything that's fine ain't the finest. That's all I'm saying. So you can sit there and be a hoe for shoes and purses. I'd rather be a boss and get this shit myself. You know what I'm saying? And then fuck with a cat when I feel like it. That's what I do. Okay, so we're going to leave this show with some Linkin Park, and I think it's very, you know, appropriate, and I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. It starts with one I don't know why It doesn't even matter how hard you try Keep that in mind I'm designed to try to explain in due time All I know Time is a valuable thing Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings Watch it count down to the end of the day The clock ticks life away It's so unreal Didn't look out below Watch the time go right out the window Trying to hold on it Didn't even know I wasted it all Just to watch you go it all fell apart What it meant to be will eventually be a memory of a time I tried so Leave